0: Hello and welcome to the Jill Cruz podcast. This is Jill Cruz. Today I have the pleasure of speaking with my friend and colleague, Robin Maynard Dobbs. She is a coach and she helps women. She takes a very holistic approach to helping women lose weight in a way that is in alignment with their body's wisdom. And she's also an artist, so we're going to talk about that in the podcast episode. But just to give you an idea of what we talked about today a lot is a really, really juicy, good episode. Like, we are so much on the same page. And, you know, I think you're really going to enjoy just hearing us kind of feed off of each other and talking about the entire industry of weight loss and how it's damaging. It's very masculine. And for women, that usually ends up resulting in our feeling a lot of shame. And it's a very heavy emotion. And so her whole thing is becoming lighter. And she talks about how we want to get rid of shame as soon as possible. So we hurry up and try to lose weight really fast, which then makes things more challenging. And how we really what we want and what's what's actually happening and what we embody, both Robin and I in our work embody is this shift toward the, the feminine, a more feminine approach to weight loss and health, which we think is just makes more sense because it's more compassionate, more caring more intuitive and so we talk about all that good juicy stuff and and, you know if you're interested in losing weight you have to listen to this episode if you're a woman which means probably everybody listened to this podcast you have to listen to this episode enjoy hello Robin welcome to the podcast
1: thank you so much for having me
0: yes I'm super excited because you and I immediately like clicked in that the fact that we have very similar philosophies about, well, specifically about weight loss, but also about women's health and and all of that. So one of the things that we've haven't really talked about, but you've mentioned is shame Mm -hmm. and how the, you know, you see, and I agree with you that the typical weight loss system out there that we're so used to is very masculine and that that is connected to women feeling shame in this whole process. So I would love to hear your thoughts about that. I know you said you have a lot of thoughts about that, but I'm I'm excited because it's it's important for us to be aware of this, right? Absolutely.
1: Because it's the water we're swimming with. You know, mm-hmm. in other words, it's so pervasive and so normal that we don't even notice, but really to see. You know, I see the current system of weight loss as being masculine in this way, is that, you know, here we are counting calories. You know, we used to count fat grams. Now we're counting carbs. We're just super, you know, um, attentive of the very details of everything. And it's all about counting. And you measure the worth of of your body by a number on a scale. So it's numbers and it's calculations and your worth is about if you could drop that number. And what it does is it it is just confines our life force and our energy and our whole sense of essence, our our aliveness into a number which is so shame-based because Mm. most of us are not able to make that happen and then if we do, you know, what they call a, a one night stand in your skinny jeans, you know, and then again, and then again, again, and it just is so discouraging and so disheartening, just very difficult to keep a sense of self esteem in that environment.
0: Yeah, well, I've, I've never heard that a one night stand in your skinny jeans. Woo, that's a good one. Talk to us a little bit more about shame. How does that lead to shame? Exactly. Like what is shame? Sometimes I wonder, I've thought about this a lot in the past year or two. You know, it's funny because I never thought about shame. I I, like five years ago, if you had said to me, Jill, you know, do you experience shame? I would have been like, I don't know. Like what, what is that? But I have had a lot of clients tell me, that they feel shame. So I'm, I'm curious, let's like dive a little bit more
1: deeply into it. What is it? Yes. Well, here's how I like to see shame and it's S-H-A-M-E. So S is secrecy. Okay. Because shame thrives in a place where you feel like it's, you have to keep it guarded and, and you can't show anyone mm-hmm. that you're feeling this. So, and then the H is hard on yourself. So mm-hmm. this is like, oh, gosh, I'm taking it completely personally. And I'm feeling that I'm at fault. Just like you said in your wonderful blog, it's, it's this place where we're not, where we only see a limited view and we're really hard on ourselves and we think it's our fault. Mm-hmm. And then the A is analysis, So there's a sense of uh, now I have to scrutinize everything I'm doing, every bite I put in my mouth, every, you know, roll of fat or whatever, Mm -hmm. and be constricted so much. So that's the A. The M is there must be something wrong with me, Mm. which is really taking it in. Again, we take it personally. And the E is it's an emergency emergency. So it's urgent. It's something I mm-hmm. have to fix now. And that's why weight loss, fast weight loss, is such um, a pull in our society to lose mm-hmm. it fast because I want to get rid of the shame. The other thing that's really important to know is that women make shame-based meaning 80% more than men do. What does that mean, shame-based so what, meaning? So what that means is when when we do something that isn't as skillful, or we have difficulty, or we're, you know, we gain the weight back. Mm -hmm. We think it's our fault. Mm -hmm. Right? Whereas a man would take that as, oh, I just haven't learned something yet. that I need to know. But Mm -hmm. but we really take it personally and take it as, you know, again, there must be something wrong with me. And, and the research shows that we do that so consistently, again, it's the water we're swimming in, we don't even notice.
0: Mm. Wow. Boy, we have a, we have, I was going to say we have an uphill battle. I think we have an uphill battle if we are not aware of the, you know, the, the water or whatever that we're swimming in. As long as we are unaware of this, it's an uphill battle. But we could actually, I'm just thinking of like, swimming because we were talking about water earlier before we started recording how like if there's a riptide and it takes you out if you fight against it like if it's trying to pull you away from the shore and you try to swim back toward the shore that's like the wrong thing to do in a riptide because you're basically fighting a battle that you're going to lose right but if you just swim to the right or left like parallel to the shore you can actually pull yourself out of the riptide. And I think this is a good analogy to what we're talking about here is you don't have to fight against this system. You could just step out of it perhaps or <laughs> swim out of it. Because once you know that this is happening, right. you can you have that choice to do that and do something different.
1: So true. It's um they say that that shame Lack and isolation are the three main barriers for women, and so this is like acknowledging that I've been in an old story. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been in an old story that really wasn't my fault because this is again. Look at every women's magazine. Mm-hmm. Now they first they first give you a beautiful picture of a chocolate cake on the on the cover. And then they say, <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know? And then they say, lose, you know, 25 pounds by, you know, uh, New Year's. And it's, it's like completely contradictory. Yeah. And so, and and again, if you don't do it right, it's your fault. And yeah. that's what we can challenge. It's very exciting to say, wait a minute, you know, I'm not going to have it mean that I've done it wrong or there must be something wrong with me. I'm going to have it mean I've done a system that doesn't revere my life force it doesn't revere the essence that i am it doesn't revere mm-hmm. love that i am mm-hmm. like you're teaching and so it's it's always going to fail yeah because it's not in alignment with life force
0: yeah see totally that makes yeah sense? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I call it the 1980s style of, of weight loss. Yeah. I think it was 2022. So it's been, you know, 40 years, like, it's time for us to stop believing that that system works, because it, it really doesn't like, and, the, and, the, you know, I even write, like, I'm working on my book, and I say how, like, you know, they're just getting more and more crafty at tricking us. Like in the 80s, it was really simple. It was like, count your calories or, you know, whatever it was, right? Like do Weight Watchers, do your points. And it was more novel then, right? And there was a lot of bad stuff that started to happen during that time. But, you know, we're we're a little bit more conscious now. Because I I think I've even told you, I've had clients tell me, you know, they went to Weight Watchers when they were eight or nine or 10 years old. Like, that's not going to happen. Like, They don't let you do that now. Mm -hmm. But so, you know, some things have improved a little bit, but mostly what's happened is they created this paradigm that's the antithesis of what actually what works. And then people lose weight and they gain it and they fail, you know. And then so, well, let's just keep creating more crafty methods of doing the same old thing. It's the same old pattern, but, you know, now you're going to count your carbs or you know, you're going to do a low lectin diet or you're going to do a carnivore diet. Do, you know, the carnivore diet, but for people who are listening, it's like you only eat animal products, eat meat products, right? You don't eat any plant products. It's like, what are they going to come
1: up with next? No. <laughs> and it, you see, it is all about manipulation. Yeah. Is that we're trying to get our bodies to be acceptable, right? Mm-hmm. Which Mm -hmm. is a very limited view. I mean, you know, it's like we're all supposed to be willows in the forest. Yeah. You know, we we don't leave room for oak trees Mm -hmm. and and mighty sequoias and, Mm -hmm. you know, pine trees and the variety of our beautiful female bodies that are the fount of creation. We don't revere Mm -hmm. them. We are trying to make them all the same even the, as you know already, even the models aren't really looking like that because they're... They're airbrushed, yeah.
0: Yes, and... they're also they are very thin. I, I was talking to someone on the podcast, Edna White. She just a couple of days ago, she, her podcast was released, and she was a Vogue model, and she's a black woman. And she's she said she's sh- on the shorter side. She's five five, which is short for a model, and all the negativity that went around both of those things. But also, she says she weighed 115 pounds, and she was five five, which to me sounds like. Uh, definitely on the thin side, (laughs) but she said that she was big, that a lot of the models were around a hundred pounds and they were taller than her. So not only are they airbrushed, but they're also, you know, damaging their bodies to be um, basically emaciated. Sorry, I had to just get that little thing in there. So go go, go on. Yeah. It's, it's, it's crazy what's happening. Mm -hmm. And we, and we're looking at that thinking, Oh, I want to, you know, I need to be like that.
1: Yeah. And that's shame, right, coming in Mm -hmm. uh, to be disregarding your lineage, your Mm -hmm. heritage, Mm -hmm. you know, of earth centered, beautiful women who have grounded, you know, presence that are are carrying life in their bodies. Oh, my God, that's yeah, that's like how we are disregarding that is, is really sad, actually. Yeah. And, and, you know, there is a a way of going to it. It's the masculine that is, you know, about control. Let me just say this, the masculine is great for certain things. I'm not dishing that, right? Yeah. If you want to build a bridge, you know, you've got a logical plan, and you've got your materials, and you, and you get gather, you know, you've got the, the drawings of how it's going to work. And then you've got a final result. And we are grateful mm-hmm. <laughs> for our roads and our bridges and you know, our buildings and everything. And that's, mm-hmm. that's been our system for thousands of years and it's built civilization. Mm-hmm. And now, you know, that with everything that we've taken from the earth, we've come, we're coming to the end of being able to just keep taking like this. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. This is about reverence for, for and a shift to the feminine is like to at least include the feminine. And what I mean by feminine is where, you know, what is it that's feminine? It's receptive, listening. It's what you've been working with, the love challenge. It's love. It's appreciation. It's kind of a softening into this moment instead mm-hmm. of trying to get to the next thing over and always going towards the next and the next and it's not good enough the way it is so Mm -hmm. there's this diving into the deliciousness of your body (laughs) even with its concerns that is about what we talked about earlier see the parasympathetic nervous system right Mm -hmm. being able to access this place of calm calm aliveness I think you mentioned it in another podcast, calm, aliveness, beautiful. It's like, ooh, I can be here and be okay as I am and love myself as I am. And that just is a whole shift in focus and a a shift in paradigm that I'm excited about.
0: Yeah, I love love, uh, thinking about it in that perspective of like a feminine, masculine, like, you know, you've kind of painted this picture of of the masculine, what we talked about in, earlier uh, with the number on the scale and all of that. And then this other side, I mean, you and I are definitely we are moving that way. And we're kind of like, hey, all y'all come with us. I'm, I'm about to go to Nashville next week. So I have to say all y'all. It's like a Southern thing. Come, come with, it. but it's very friendly. It kind of has a more feminine quality. I think y'all come on over here with us. <laughs> but it's it's a wave, maybe even of of what's coming. I just really appreciate that the feminine, and I also want to go back to what you were saying about the different types of trees in the forest. That was beautiful—the willow and the oak and the pine and the sequoia. Like, yeah, like, and also just when you're talking about. You know we carry life. I think you kind of mentioned that. You know we give birth. Hard to do that when you weigh a hundred pounds. Um, probably you're not even getting pregnant at that point. You know, so the fertility that we have that 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 requires us to not be little stick figures. Let's appreciate that more. And it's weird what's happening now, though, in the popular culture. My girls are, my daughters are 17 and 20. And probably in the past 10 years or so or 15 years, there's been this shift away from like, sorry, the big boobs. And then everything else is skinny, like super skinny. To now it's like the big boobs and the big butt. And then the waist has to be skinny. And so it's interesting how that's, our culture is shifting into what's like the, you know, what's beauty and what's sexy and all of that. But so maybe there's a little bit more room for reproduction there. <laughs> Hopefully. Uh, but I, 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 you know, I love all of this, what you're saying, the reverence, the reverence for the feminine, the reverence for even just for who we are. You know, like the typical weight loss parent program is very one size fits all. Just follow these rules and you know just get up on the scale and it doesn't matter who you are It's like no i mean and and this has been shown in the world of nutrition i'm not sure what the government body is i get i think maybe the u s d a but they're they're actually formally have this term called precision nutrition, which they're researching. What does that mean? Well, it's it's more individualized, right? And my, my association, the American Nutrition Association, they have personalized nutrition. So we're moving in that direction, again, pro- probably more feminine, which I think is good, but it's still stuck in that whole paradigm. But the last thing I want to say is your paintings, you paint, right? You yeah. paint them and then you make prints out of them. As you were speaking, I was like, oh, because I love your paintings. And I, I just, you know, I bought some cards and I look at them and it, it's like, I don't know, floaty, misty kind. I don't, I don't know how to describe it. It's, it's very feminine. <laughs> and and the, whim, the women are dancing or they're, you know, they're engaged in some kind of movement. And they're just beautiful. And so what you're saying now I see that in your artwork which we had never talked about this but it's all kind of coming together for me. So for those listening and we can put a link in there to your cards and your prints and stuff. Check out Robin's artwork because when I look at it I feel connected and I feel uplifted. I'm like, yeah, this is this is women. <laughs> <laughs> or honoring women as we are and not as we should be. So anyway, I've, I've gone on long enough, Robin, but I, I, I wanted to bring it all around to, to your artwork because I can see your painting about right behind you as well as you're speaking. So anyway, those were my thoughts about what you said.
1: Well, thank you so much because that's exactly what I'm wanting to convey in the series I'm doing, Women Dancing with Vegetables.
0: Right. I love it's,
1: it. It's, it's about life force, you know, mm-hmm. and, and the really important thing is to see it's not, you know, it's not your heavy body that's the problem. It's, the problem is it's your disconnection from life force. When you disconnect from our bodies, we can't be in touch. You know, when you think that happiness is determined by the size of your thighs, then you won't have patience to tune into yourself. And that's what it takes as what you're teaching also, is that there's a listening. I mean, I, I think the word love is really a lot about the patience to listen, to just pause long enough. It's what the feminine does beautifully, you know, mm-hmm. compassion and connection. This is the direction to go. And believe me, it is so life enhancing. Mm-hmm. What does weight loss want to give you? You know, what do you want from the weight loss? You want to feel alive. You know, right. you want to feel yeah. light, which yes. is my work is becoming lighter. It's like buoyant and luminous. Mm-hmm. So, so there's a lightness and an energetic upliftment that you're looking for with weight loss. And when you have that, I'm glad you say that my paintings are meant to depict that that's what you get when you eat vegetables (laughs) (laughs) you know you get that vitality man so go for it you know it's just we yeah it's just crazy to you know say fruits are bad because they're so full of juice literally right (laughs) from the earth this is what we've disconnected from and that's the trouble and that's what we need to come back to i'm so excited
0: Yeah. 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 No, that your paintings definitely depict that. It's, it's wonderful. And, And, you know, I'm a big fan of, I don't have, I don't subscribe to any really strong dietary dogma, but I've seen the power of including more fruits and vegetables in my, my, for myself specifically, but also for people who want to lose weight. There's a magical thing that happens when you can include a lot of the, these types of, I mean, really fruits, I mean, really vegetables, I think are very powerful, but all plant-based foods. And again, I'm, I think that people should eat a wide variety of foods, including fish and meat and eggs and, you know, whatever, whatever feels good to you, but there's just something special about the plant foods. If you're eating them in the whole form, you know, as opposed to like cereal, like boxed cereal, like that, yes, that's made from plant foods, but. It's kind of lost all of its life, you know, by the time it's gotten to you. But I've seen people who struggled to lose weight and they were eating not a lot of food, but to incorporate like a higher, much higher volume of fruits and vegetables that somehow it turns on a switch. And we know through research that it's most likely the polyphenols, right? Like you have your vitamins, you have your minerals, you have your fiber, which is amazing. But then we have all these magical polyphenols, which are, we can, we can, s- sometimes we can see them just through the color, which again, portrayed in your paintings. But you know, the red and the, and the purple and the deep green and, you know, these colors are, they're there due to polyphenols, and these polyphenols we don't understand a lot about them we I know uh you may have heard me say this before, but we're we know there are at least twenty two thousand different polyphenols that are present in plant foods, and I like to laugh and say we know a little bit about like ten of them, and we know a tiny, tiny, tiny little bit about another maybe fifty of them or something <laughs> like like it's just it's we can't even begin to grasp how valuable these constituents are in plant foods. So, yeah. So I, I agree with you. That's, you know, again, like eat, eat a diet that feels good to you, but these are like powerful things to add if you're not already doing that. I love that.
1: And I love the word magic. Cause mm. I think that really is, I mean, this is magic that comes from our mother, you know, from the earth.
0: Yeah. That
1: yeah. is given to us freely you know mm-hmm. and we have an abundance this is another thing to shift out of a weight loss paradigm of deprivation yeah. and lack into mm-hmm. abundance that's the yeah. painting back there by the way it's called abundance and it's just there's this place of aliveness again that you're speaking of that is just directly in you know you eat a succulent fruit of mm-hmm. you know a peach and you feel it yeah and it, It's it's gifts from the earth that come in. And the colorfulness is, of course, amazing. Yes. Uh, And I love that you said, you know, eat 40 different kinds of plants in the week. It's like, yes. Yes. And if if anything, you know, there's all these crazy diets out there that say all these different contradictory things. There's one thing that they have in common. Eat more vegetables. Maybe fruit is a little question sometime. But I have not yet seen someplace that says you know, I think you said the carnivore, the carnivore diet.
0: Oh, yeah. Okay. They're they're They've Robin, you cannot keep up with these people. I'm telling you the carnivore diet, <laughs> just when you thought you could figure them out. Nope. no. Nope, let's just, let's get really crazy and just take out all the plant-based foods. Literally. I mean, this, there's, there are books on this. There are people following this and it, it does feel very masculine as well. It's mostly men who are writing those books and talking about these things. So I know it's, it's crazy. You know, I just, who knows? But I, I say, okay, you know, if you want to read about the carnivore diet or whatever, read about it. But then, like, listen to your body. Do, do what feels right to you instinctively. It's like, oh, that doesn't sound appealing. No, I'm not going to do that. Well, but this does sound appealing. Then just, you know, you have the beautiful uh, feedback from your body. That's telling you if if something's working or not. And also you were saying about abundance. Abundance. And it's it's okay. funny that you say that. I love that word. I I tend to use what I've been talking about a lot lately is expansiveness, Ooh. which And, you know, I I always when I say it, I'm, I'm always preface it like, well, when you're trying to lose weight, the last thing you want to think about is expansive, like expanding. Right. But I what I've noticed and I did a whole podcast episode about this, that I I realized that I went through I went through a period of time where I was very restrictive with my food. Like I have that whole history. And what happened was I would feel this restrictiveness in my physical body. And again, like you were saying. Connecting with your physical body is such a—it's like an immediate tool that you have to know to get an idea of what's going on. I didn't even realize it then, but it was more looking back, going. I almost felt like a cringe inside, like something was folding inside of itself, inside of me, and it felt very restrictive and constrictive. And what I realized was that now it took me a couple of years to kind of unwind that. Unfortunately, it did take a while. But now I feel expansive around food. And that's what I want to invite people to do is like, what if you could just, you know, you could go into your kitchen and you could say, wow, you know, I have these beautiful fruits, these beautiful succulent fruits and these vegetables and Ah, it feels good to eat these foods. And when I eat them, I feel nice. And, you know, you could go to a restaurant and, um, I have a client I'm working with right now. And she said that she used to be at, at a, uh, in a restaurant or at a dinner with people and she would feel resentful toward the other people because they could eat whatever they wanted. And she had to restrict herself or she would eat and then feel guilty about it. You know, whatever it was like her own story. And, uh, she said, but now I've, you know, we've been working together for eight months she can go in and she just orders what she wants because that's what she wants, not because she has to, but because she she likes those foods and she she happens to love vegetables, which just makes it easier. <laughs> you know, she orders you know fish and vegetables, and she feels that ex- that kind of relaxed, more relaxed, at ease, kind of expansive, you know, inside her body in her relationship with food, which I think is is such a major. It's it's way better of a win than losing 30 pounds, which she's lost. But, you know, I think that that mindset shift is, is like worth its weight in gold.
1: <laughs> I love that you're saying that because what are we looking for, again, by losing weight is to get this relief.
0: Yeah. Relief. You. Yes.
1: And, and shame. Shame is the heaviest emotion that there is. It vibrates to 20, by the way. And and death is zero, <laughs> so uh-huh. this is it's just like if you're and it's heavy energy that's creating heavy energy, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: So as you're saying, when you're you come to a place where you're relaxed
0: mm-hmm. around
1: food. I mean, isn't that what we're wanting? Yeah, you know, it's just like ah, oh, I can I can eat when I'm hungry. I stop when I'm satisfied. I I'm in tune. I'm connected to my body so that I'm getting the signal when to stop. Mm -hmm. And it's not a struggle. It's not a should. It's not a, I can only have, you know, half a cup of rice. Because then, oh my God, I can't have any more carbs. And that whole everything and the trying to manage from your head. Yeah, Something that's an organic process. When your body takes in food, it's magical what it does. Yeah. It's, you know, your fingernails are made of... Corn and (laughs) and toast, and you know, um, but but it's the life enhancing food gives this to yourselves, and it's magic. I love that word because that's so true.
0: Do you think because I believe this Mm -hmm. that I'm sure you're going to agree with this because you're talking about energy? We can just by shifting that feeling those 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 thoughts, those emotions around our food that that energy translates to smoother cellular function, a uh, more efficient. I, I think of it as like like I tell my clients, I'm like, you want we want to be a well-oiled machine. We want to hum like a Tesla. How do we do that? Well, we eat these foods that are good, you know, like the healthy foods and whole foods, but we also in our, you know, as we're calming our nervous system down, the system just runs better. And therefore, weight loss is easier. Like you're actually able to burn fat more efficiently. And and I, I always think of it as like, most people, you know, when you're 20, everything's just running better when you're 20 than when you're 60. <laughs> well, you know, yes, there are people who are very young for their age and all of that. And they're very healthy for their age, which is wonderful. But, you know, there's a little wear and tear on the system. And I think that's, you know, a big reason that like, like I look at my 17 year old daughter, she could sit down and eat a tub of ice cream, go to sleep, wake up the next day. And she weighs exactly the same thing she did the day before. She didn't gain an ounce. Why is that? You know why why is that, and why is it when you know a lot of women when you're fifty five you, you can't even eat a bowl of ice cream and you know you gain two pounds so there's definitely and i think if if the the reason is that you're just a better operating machine when you're twenty than when you're fifty five or fifty or sixty or whatever, then it makes sense that whatever we can do to make the engine hum beautifully is going to be good, and it's not just what we put in our body, it's the thoughts. Like you said, you know, just feeling that relax, just feeling that that abundance and that expansiveness calms the nervous system down, and then it actually makes it easier than like the fight that we've been taught to fight. Do, do you think? Do you agree with that? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I'm
1: so glad you're speaking my language, man. Um, <laughs> there, um, <laughs> there's a couple things in here that I just are really really priceless one is that in a state of we mentioned this parasympathetic parasympathetic nervous system the relaxation state what happens in your gut right is that mm-hmm. when you breathe you know before you eat just mm-hmm. breathing a few deep full breaths before you eat it actually fires up your metabolism because what does it take to burn something it takes fuel And it also takes what? Oxygen. So this state of relaxation helps everything just fire, you know, just your your digestive juices become more alive. And then they're they're ready to receive, right? The nourishment that you that you pull in. And in that state, the whole, you know, the miracle, we'll have to talk about this another time, but the miracle of digestion <laughs> that absorbs what you give her. As I talk about the body being a female animal. So we're talking about this connection to her. There's a do you see do you see the difference? It's kind of the ready the fight constricts everything, just as you said, and the relaxation expands. So mm-hmm. then it's just receptive to absorb because it's not really what you eat it's what you absorb right right and part of that is what you absorb in your mind and you absorb by what your your you know your constant Mm self-talk is fuel is is actually can be fuel for a lot of us it's kind of contributes to the dead weight and the shame but when mm-hmm. you shift your, your mind, like you've been doing in the love, love challenge, towards a thought of, you know, my bo- I take care of my body, my body takes care of me, you know, to mm. a thank you, appreciation for this amazing mm. miracle that's taking any food you, you drop into her and changing it into cellular fuel, yeah. Miraculously, you're not having to do that in your mind. It's doing it for you. Yeah. You know, so, so, yes, just in a nutshell, your environment, you are eating basically. <laughs> you know, what you're taking in, whether it be movies, you know, your kitchen environment, the abundance in your refrigerator or not. If you mm-hmm. just have ketchup and mustard in there, you know, you're going to feel constricted.
0: Right. The people you spend time with too. The people
1: you spend time with, it's all, it's all energetically things you are absorbing and your body does respond to this.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and there's a lot of research around the microbiome as well. You know, obviously it, it's, it plays a role in our absorption, but you know, stress just straightforward stress is not good for our microbiome, which means that's going to compromise our digestion, our immune function, you know, all kinds of our neurotransmitters, all kinds of things. So it's very, very deep. And then you get into like cortisol, you know, which raises blood sugar, which raises insulin and insulin blocks body fat burning. So like there's, there are multiple. The other thing too that I love to talk about is when you're in a stress state, your decision-making is compromised as well. So it's just like, there are so many ways you're getting hit If you're in that stress state of like worry and shame and guilt and and you know deprivation, because just depriving your body of the of of its basic needs is is stressful. There's so much, so many different angles that is hitting you in a negative way. Whereas if you can be relaxed and expansive about it, there's so many upsides and benefits. So. You know, then on the next podcast, we're going to talk about how one can calm their nervous system down because we're just going to leave people hanging with this one.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's really, it's really great that you're saying it this way, Jill, because that just, just bringing in a thought like what you've been doing with a love challenge, you know, you're just bringing in the thought of, oh, let me, instead of berating my body and looking in the mirror and finding what's wrong, Mm -hmm. which is automatic we're just looking for something that you appreciate. Yeah. And that that shifts it. And I love that you're saying this because that's that's just what we need to do, not only for ourselves, but in this culture. That's the feminine yeah.
0: way. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't have to be, you know, you don't have to be a perfect relaxer or a perfect expansive yeah. around food person. Like it's, is a gradual shift, but every time you make that shift, you're building that neural pathway where it becomes easier and easier and easier. Like a couple of years ago, I decided that I, I didn't want to bad talk people. I actually didn't want to talk about anything that was just didn't feel good, you know? I mean, it's different if like I was exploring something that was bothering me or whatever, but I'm saying like in casual conversation with like friends and family where you would sit around and like talk about a politician for like 20 minutes or talk about the terrible state of affairs in our country or talk about that person being, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I just said, you know what? I don't want to do that anymore. It doesn't, it's, it doesn't serve me in any way or anybody else. So in the beginning it was hard, but now I find as soon as I hear people, like negative talking, I start to think, can we hurry up and change the conversation? <laughs> so you you develop these habits over time. But it's worth the effort It's worth the effort, for sure.
1: I agree. I agree that it's worth the effort. And it's also again, you know, how do you want to spend the next years of your life? Do you want to be in your 70s counting calories?
0: <laughs> no, definitely
1: yeah. not. Definitely not. <laughs> and worrying about you know some cellulite, or do you want to be living yeah. in this place of discovery? And you talk about curiosity, I'm right with you on that, um, yeah. and learning. You know, again, like the love challenge, you're just opening the door. Let's let's just gently shift. I mean, what you said mm. about each time you practice it, it's it it makes the shift. You know. Mm. You can think of it this way too, that each time you drink a glass of water, you are making that shift.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Each time you buy some some lettuce for your salad, you are making that shift. Yeah. It's those little things that that just each time, this is the gentleness about yeah. the process of becoming lighter versus weight loss, which is, oh you know, <laughs> gotta make it happen now because I'm needing to get out of shame. We're just going in a different direction, but there's an ease yeah. and flow, which is, again, the feminine and, you know, what I totally love.
0: And it's way more fun.
1: It's so much more, more fun. <laughs>
0: <laughs> if nothing else. <laughs> oh my gosh, Robin, this has been amazing. Uh, we, we talked for quite a while, which I, we, we, I sort of anticipated that. Um, <laughs> but it's all good. I think, I think it's all just very juicy stuff. And I think for people listening, it's really nice to hear, like it's not just Jill saying this or just Robin saying this. Like we are, this is real. This is real. Like, I didn't know you a year ago, but you were thinking these same things. I was thinking these same things. So, that, that's like when you c- can see that there are certain truths, right? Like, this stuff is real. So, I think it's, it's very hopeful. You know, it feels hopeful, I think, for people. That's not the right word, but you know what I mean. It <laughs> <clears throat> gives people hope.
1: What well, is an alternative to um, a system, again, that we don't even recognize but, because we have not seen any other possibility? Right. Yes.
0: Yes. So with that, with hope and with lightness and with beauty and love, we will end and, and you'll definitely come on again. That would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Thank so you Robin. Much. That was so fun. <laughs> okay. So I hope you really enjoyed that episode. I know that I definitely did. Robin Maynard-Dobbs, she founded the Becoming Lighter Health Coaching in 1991. So she's been doing this for 30 years, which I think shines through. And she guides women to release the burden of heavy emotions, right? Becoming lighter, release the burden of heavy emotions such as guilt and shame, and develop a friendly partnership with their bodies and become lighter on all levels. So she is in the process of becoming certified as a woman-centered transformational coach, and she specializes in alleviating compulsive eating. She does use hypnotherapy and emotional freedom technique, as well as mindfulness and creativity to help women discover a gentle, holistic approach to losing weight that is in alignment with their body's wisdom. So in the show notes, you're going to see a link to becominglighter.com, her website, but also dancingwithvegetables.com where you can see the artwork that we talked about in the episode. So check out Robin. And if you are on any of our call, the group calls that I do, you know, like the free Lunch and Learns or the Challenges, you're probably going to see Robin. So you can say hi then. And please do join us on, you know, we often will have free Lunch and Learns. Our next one's in January. And then uh, we're doing the love challenge right now, but that's an ongoing challenge that you can join at any time. That will also be in the show notes. So if you're listening to this, in, you know, six months later or whatever, it's right now, December 22, 2022, you can still join that challenge. It's an ongoing thing that's in our Mighty Networks platform. And it's a great way for you to get tangible tools on how to practice self-love. And I think you heard a lot of Robin and I talking about that during the podcast episode. So you might have an idea of what that's about, but these tools are very specific. So there's like in step one, you do that step two, you do that. And, and actually you can use one or all of those tools. You don't have to use all six, but when used in conjunction together, they're really the most powerful. So check that out. And also just check out our website, which is winweightloss.com. That's W-Y-N weightloss.com. Thanks for listening.